0: Welcome back to the Highway to Health podcast and thanks for connecting with us again on Podwheels. Powered by Radio Nemo. In this episode, Dr. Ben Kligler from the Veterans Administration will be returning to the podcast and Dr. Kligler will be discussing hypnosis therapy, including the role that the subconscious mind can play in addressing certain ailments and behaviors. Dave Nemo will be your host for this edition of the highway Health Podcast. And now let's hand it off to Dave for his feature interview with Dr. Ben Kligler from the Veterans Administration.
1: Dr. Ben, good morning.
2: Good morning, Dave. Glad to be here.
1: Great to have you. You have a long title and I always kid about, oh man, your business card must be a three by five card. But I want people to really fully understand that the VA is 21st century and then some.
2: Yeah, it's funny. Even though the name is long and it's a mouthful, I love that it includes that last bit about cultural transformation Because that's really like the core of what we're doing in the VA. And the transformation is to really suddenly open our eyes to the fact that it's not just about diseases and taking good care of diseases and organs, but it's about taking care of the whole person. And that's what this whole health thing is about. And it really is a transformation. I mean, on one level, it's just about getting back to the way healthcare and medicine was always supposed to be. We kind of took a turn down that road of just thinking about people being divided into lots of organs. But we're trying to kind of turn that point of view back towards this is whole people and what we need is to think about what's important to them and how to help them get there. And that is transformation. And it's exciting because we've really got a lot of people in the VA kind of turned onto it now. It's great.
1: I think it can be boiled down to something. I'd like to get your take on this. In many ways, how many corners can we have? But communication, I think, is one of the key elements of what you just talked about because we are now starting to understand that our psyche and our minds and our bodies are talking to one another and it's a two way conversation. And right now, we are understanding that the gut actually does inform the brain. So that gut feeling really made a lot of sense from the get go. I mean, is that kind of where we are now to where we are kind of fully understanding that all of these dots are connected?
2: Absolutely. I think part of why we've sort of hit a wall with healthcare in the country in the sense of certain chronic diseases just still are with us. They just don't get better. And we've got these challenging, really, epidemics of things like overdose and depression and loneliness. It's because we just haven't paid enough attention to the whole person, the whole idea of like mind, body, spirit. It's all just part of one actual human person. And when you talked about communication, I don't think we're ever going to get to a place where we don't need people to actually talk to each other. But I think the core of this whole health idea is actually that whoever's providing your health care has to actually stop and listen to you. And hear what you have to say and hear what's important to you. When you show up at the doctor, it's not just about what the doctor thinks needs to happen. It's about what do you need to happen? What's important to you? And how can that visit and that doctor and that team, how can they help you kind of get closer to what's important to you? That's what really the whole point is. We sort of lost that a while back. And I think it's great to see it coming back.
1: Yeah, that is interesting. I feel like I'm hearing more of that in my own medical care with the folks that I see. Obviously, I hope it's continuing to be the way of the future. The four elements of the circle of health, we always kind of walk through those before we get into today's topic, which I've already mentioned, by the way, and talked about a little bit before you came on, clinical hypnosis and hypnotherapy. And then we're going to kind of talk about the difference between your standard hypnosis and then clinical and hypnotherapy, the techniques and the qualifications you need to have and what the results should be, or at least could be. The equation of the circle of health has four key elements, the me, the self-care, and then the professional care, and then the community. So we start with me at the core, and then we just go build out, build out, build out.
2: Right. And that's the whole idea that people don't live in isolation. They live in part of a system whether that system is your community of people at work or your family or that whole combination, that understanding that's also a really big part of helping people stay healthy and get healthier in life.
1: Indeed. So clinical hypnosis, the VA has a real good fact sheet that you were kind enough to shoot down. It's a two-pager, but it really says a lot, and it really cuts right to the chase in terms of what is what. Clinical hypnosis and hypnotherapy versus hypnosis on its own. I wish we had another word for it, like everyday hypnosis, maybe.
2: Right. Well, when people hear the word hypnosis, they think of the guy up on stage with the watch mm-hmm. swinging back and forth. You're getting sleepy, and now you're going to quack like a duck. But there is a little bit of a core idea, which is that your unconscious mind or your subconscious mind, which is not all day long, you're thinking thoughts, you're having plans, you're having worries, So that's your conscious mind. But then underneath that, we all know there's something underneath that, something deeper and in some ways more powerful. The idea that if you can work with somebody to actually reach into that part of yourself, into the subconscious and try to steer it in one direction or another, That's actually a really powerful idea, and that's kind of the core of using hypnotherapy for health and to benefit people and not just as an entertainment. But it really does work. It's pretty amazing. The thing with how we're using hypnosis or clinical hypnosis in the VA is it's in the hands of mental health professionals. So for the first thing, people who know a lot about how the mind works. The idea is it's aiming at specific targets. So let's say it might be you want to stop smoking, you want to sleep better because your sleep isn't good and it's interfering with your overall health. So in hypnosis, we get you into this deep relaxation state where your conscious mind quiets down and then actually we can talk through your subconscious and give it sort of some healthy suggestions about how maybe you're going to be really happy when you look back in a few months and you realize you have not a smoker anymore. And suddenly we get that idea going in your subconscious and it carries over with you as you move out after you see the doctor or the mental health professional. And then you hear that little kind of idea bubble up in your head over the course of the weeks and the months. Nothing works for everybody. It isn't magic, but we've seen some really great results, I would say. And that whole idea of being able to access a deeper part of yourself that actually knows how to get healthier. That's a really powerful idea.
0: You're listening to the High White Health Podcast on Podwheels powered by Radio Nemo. If you would like to stay up to date on what's happening with Radio Nemo, please visit RadioNemo.com. You'll see the latest on the Dave Nemo Show, Dave Nemo Weekends, and the Tim Ridley Show. RadioNemo.com also has a blog section with news and notes from around the trucking industry. That web address is again RadioNemo.com. Now folks, if you'd like to go further down the highway to health, we'd like to invite you to listen to the Dave Nemo Show on Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio Channel 146. The trip down the highway to health on the Dave Nemo Show happens every Tuesday morning from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Now let's get you back to this edition of the Highway Health Podcast on Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo.
1: Dr. Ben Kligler is with us, Executive Director for the Office of Patient-Centered Care and Cultural Transformation at the Veterans Health Administration. Talking about clinical hypnosis here this morning as opposed to just regular old hypnosis. So the more you work not to do something, you have to concentrate on that thing. Otherwise, you're not doing it in a sense. (laughs) That only reinforces wanting to do it because it's first in mind, out of sight, out of mind. You can't get it out of your mind. So hypnosis kind of takes some of that away from you, it sounds like.
2: Yeah, that's the idea of it. Like I say, it's not magic, but if we plant that kind of seed in your mind that you can't quit smoking, you are going to be a non-smoker one day, then maybe when that idea of smoking bubbles up, that idea of non-smoking bubbles up next to it. Now, we're not going to magically suddenly make you never think about a cigarette again. That would be great, but we don't have that kind of power. But the idea of kind of touching into the part of yourself that really does want to be a non smoker that's the idea and kind of making that connection for you so that as you go forward, it's almost like providing support for you from yourself. I can't make you want to quit smoking. I mean, that's one thing. If you don't want to quit smoking and you come to me and tell me, hypnotize me so I can quit smoking, I'm going to tell you, sorry, this only works when you're ready to go for it. And then it can really help you get there. I can't do it to you. We do it together. So I can't make you want to do it. But if part of you does want to do it, then I can help you connect more with that part of you and make it easier for you to make that choice to not pick up a cigarette. I think that's what it really does. It's a really powerful thing, and I think it has a lot of kind of huffing and puffing and sort of misunderstanding attached to it, but I think Mm -hmm. at the core, it is really powerful.
1: So let's say you were going to hypnotize someone clinically and it's done right, and you're going to plant in the anti-smoking materials that you have tried and trued. The person comes back to you. Instead of coming back to you and saying, Hey, doc, it worked. I am no longer a smoker. That person instead would say, I'm just not that person anymore.
2: That could be, but I wouldn't say necessarily. So we're
1: talking about not smoking anymore as opposed to life transformation.
2: Yeah, it would be beautiful if I could say, I will do clinical hypnosis with you and after four sessions, you will be the person you always wanted to be (laughs) forever and ever. But I think what can happen is somebody will come back and say, I haven't quit smoking all the way yet, but the other day I was hanging out with my friends at the truck stop, and I was talking to somebody I knew who happened to be there, and normally I would have picked up a cigarette, and suddenly just that urge sort of came by in my mind, but I was like, well, maybe not right now. So that's the kind of thing you'll see when people come back and it's working, and usually you've got to see people a number of times for this. It's not just one visit. You might see people four times or six or eight might see people over a period of time to really build the strength of that idea. And let me just say one other thing, Dave, not to go on too long, but it's kind of connected to this idea that inside of people, no matter who you are, what you believe or what health problems you have inside of you, there is a core of you that has the power to make choices to make you more healthy. Even if you have serious illnesses, serious problems, deep down inside of you, there is an urge or a power to help you be more healthy and more whole and more who you want to be. That's what we're about. We're about trying to help you reconnect with that because a lot of people have lost the connection to that part of themselves. That's pretty common. And so we're trying to help you just remember that it's there. And then once you remember that it's there, you can do a lot of things with it.
1: One of the things I kind of want to get to is the availability of clinical hypnosis. One of the things that the fact sheet points out is telehealth. Telehealth is right up our listeners' alleys out there on the road, as you well know. How would telehealth work with clinical hypnosis for drivers out on the
2: road? Well, I think it depends on who you are. You could do one or two visits with the mental health person who's doing it with you and get started and then kind of do your follow-up. But you can actually do the whole thing from the get-go on the road. What we've been finding really ever since COVID is that a lot of people in some ways are happier with getting their mental health care, including hypnosis, remotely because it's private. You can do it wherever you want. You don't have to kind of show up and walk through the halls of the VA. You don't have to worry about parking. The other thing about telehealth is if you're a veteran, you might be going to a VA medical center or a small community-based clinic And they might not have anybody right there who knows how to do clinical hypnosis, but somewhere in the region, there is somebody and they can do what's called a telehealth consult for you to get you connected with that person. So that's the other thing is the number of people in the VA who are trained to do clinical hypnosis. It's growing because it's kind of a new thing. We have a lot of training going on but we're not at the point where everybody everywhere knows how to do it. So that's what telehealth can do for you is it can help you access services that might not be available right at your site where you normally get your care. So it's got double advantages. You can be moving and the clinician can be somewhere else too. It's a good deal.
1: I'm going to walk through the laundry list here quickly. Anxiety disorders, insomnia, irritable bowel syndrome they put in here. Pain management, headaches, migraines, asthma, sleep disorders, depression, dermatological conditions, anxiety, procedural pain. In other words, it's been proven safe and effective for a lot of stuff. Obesity, weight loss, breast cancer care.
2: Yeah, and for a lot of those things, just to be clear, it's not about curing, not going to do that, but it's about improving your quality of life. For example, if you're having anxiety or insomnia or other problems related to any illness you might be having, I found, because I've done in my practice for a long time, and really it's in that anxiety, insomnia, kind of phobias, if you've got claustrophobia or something like that, in that area, I just think it can really, really be helpful. On the other hand, if you try it and it doesn't feel like it's for you, nothing lost. You go on to whatever the next thing might be because it can be effective. And if it's right for you, then it might really open the door to something that's really helpful.
1: I would imagine that starting online would be a good place to start. If you go to va.gov, va.gov slash whole health, that gives you the front page. And then you can kind of move through there to get started, maybe to get on a program for hypnosis.
2: I think that's true. And the other thing on that page is you can find the contact information for people who know about Whole Health. If you're a veteran, wherever you're getting care, there's somebody in that medical center who knows how to help you get connected with the kinds of resources we've got going now. So definitely worth looking at.
1: Indeed, and it's all pretty well laid out there. The contact page is well laid out. It covers all the bases I could find to cover.
2: Yeah, we're really proud of that. It's really like a nice front door for people. And I will say, even if you're not a veteran, In not getting your care at the VA, there's also just a lot of really good information on there that's available to everybody that you might find useful. There's videos, there's other things you can learn and read and kind of ideas you can take home and bring to your own healthcare person or do on your own.
0: That closes out this edition of the Highway Health Podcast. We would like to take this opportunity to thank you once again for spending part of your day with us on Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. Now, folks, you can always find the Highway to Health Podcast through Podwheels powered by Radio Nemo. And let's tell you about a few of the outlets where the podcast is available. You can listen to all of the episodes of the Highway to Health Podcast through our website, or you can subscribe to the podcast through all of the major podcast platforms, including Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Just go to wherever you get your podcast and search Highway to Health. The Highway Health Podcast is a production of Pod Wheels powered by Radio Nemo.